0: Breakfast with Mark Bigley and Jared Walsh. Tire Power. Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer, keeping you safe on the roads. Tirepower.com.au 10 minutes to 8. Good morning. 36 degrees today. My goodness. It's going to be a warm couple of days before it cools down once again. Um, our text line 0427 154 166 Plenty of text in relation to concussion. We'll get to that in a moment. But we said call us. We want to hear your voices. one 736 736 We have Steve from Lilydale on the line. Good morning to you, Steve. Thanks for calling. Uh,
1: yes, uh, good morning, Jared. Uh, good morning, Super Skipper, Mark Dickley. Uh, it's going to be hotter, hotter over here in Melbourne, I tell uh, uh, today as well. So we're, we're warming up. So I just um, I just wanted to talk about it. It seems as though like, I'm not having a go at four power supporters, because I'm sure Adelaide supporters do it the, the same, but it almost seems as though whenever someone has a, a, speaks about um, someone from the other side, then we have to get personal. And I just think it's, it's, uh, it's going way too far to, to uh, just because Mark had, a, 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 you know, had the audacity to mention Seth Alpepper that all of a sudden we're coming back on an incident that happened 20-something years ago. Because, um, Mark, oh, I've got, you're, you're one of the fairest players that I've ever seen. And I was watching the 98 grand final a little while ago. And to see you throwing your, your body around into contest and on the ball um, it, was, it was something that, that was timeless. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm very grateful for all that you did. And I'm looking forward to Teddy when we can get the statue put up, the Mark Bickley statue. Hopefully, it's the one with the, where Malcolm Blight doesn't have his arm across his face when they're holding up the cup. But I'm just looking forward to for
2: that statue being done. Steve, too kind, mate. Appreciate the call. That is a great
0: call, Steve. And uh, I concur. I, don't, I mean, I'm a sycophant, but I'm not going to. Just say how much I love you. But um, also, if you go to Port Pirie, there's a statue of you throwing your sword around the main street, isn't there? Is that what you did?
2: No, no, no. For those who haven't heard this, and there wouldn't be many left in the state that haven't, I was awarded the freedom of the city. Uh, this was in 98. Um, and the freedom of the city means you can um, lead a band down the main street, banging a drum, and you can draw your sword in anger. Mm. That's an ancient thing, used to be. So when you led a band, you used to that was often a signal that you were leading the troops into battle. Mm. So anyway, there you go.
0: So just don't draw your sword in here in Studio <laughs> Luma. That's a great call. <laughs> Steve, thank you very much for that. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Um Let's get into these two text messages because we have on the mark very soon, Vix.
2: There's a really good one here from Costa. It says, Gents, if the AFL wants to include a 21-day period prior to players returning after concussion, they also need to remove club doctors from making the assessment and put a level of independence into that role. I know... Uh, that we can trust club doctors, but at the end of the day, they've been embedded into the clubs for a long time, and they get a lot of pressure. Uh, and he goes on to talk about a lot of things there. Um, it is tough for club doctors. There are competing forces, and there's also players that say, "I feel fine." You know, you know me. I wouldn't lie to you. All, all that sort of stuff. So I was just looking at the AFL. Uh, sorry, the NRL. And this is also on game day. The NRL has broken new ground, will place independent medical doctors in a central video room to rule concussed players out of matches, the most significant change to its head injury policy in years. So they've got someone in the bunker. And it goes on to say under the new guidelines, an independent doctor will staff the NRL's video review bunker and can immediately rule a player out of a match if they display category one symptoms, which is a loss of consciousness failing to protect oneself when falling and unsteadiness on feet. So if a player gets up and he's a bit wobbly and he sort of whoa, and goes to take a step and almost sort of loses his balance and falls over, that is it out of the game. And the obvious one is, you know, the Aaliyah one last year when he was hit, he was falling to the ground. He didn't put his hands out. He didn't try and protect his fall. That sort of fits in under that, mm. um, you know, that uh, display of category one, failing to protect oneself when falling. So, it's an independent doctor. It's it's in the bunker. They can review incidents that are happening all over the ground, and they have the final say. I think that just is. It's almost got to be. That's um, only a matter of time before that comes in the AFL. I would think.
0: Bix, I've got breaking news for you. Um, West Ham have scored again. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. So they scored the first at the fifth minute. Mm-hmm. Jared Bowen. They scored the second at the seventh minute. Jared Bowen. Brentford scored at the 13th. Doesn't matter. At the 63rd minute, West Ham have scored their third goal. They lead 3-1. Who scored? Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen. He's
1: oh, got a hat Unbelievable. He's
2: got a hat before 66. Can I just have a sh- shout out to a friend of mine, Mark Butler, who is the most rabid, uh, along with Michelangelo Rucci, West Ham fan. He's up no matter when they play. If it's 1 o'clock in the morning, he's up watching if it's Five o'clock in the morning, he's up watching. So he'll be having a kitten today. That's uh, great news. Is
0: that the member of parliament in the Port Adelaide <laughs> area?
2: <laughs> Different Mark Butler. He's a school dad.
0: He's also got an occupation as a surname.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lots
2: of
0: them.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to keep it football related here with the good stuff. Get to the good stuff. 13, 27, 27, the world game. Um, the Matildas have another one of their Olympic qualifiers this week at Marvel Stadium. This, this game sold out last year. So there'll be 50,000 at Marvel Stadium this week, which is absolutely amazing. Over the weekend, wanted to celebrate a former Adelaide United player who last represented her country. So we're, we're talking last represented the Matildas. 1,912 days ago. This is Michelle Heyman who scored the first gold for the Tillies on the weekend.
1: Heyman near post. Hunt as well. Forward comes short. It's towards Hunt and Heyman. Heyman, it's in! Michelle Heyman's done it!
0: We've got to say, like, this is a perfect example of you keep on plying your trade and you never know when you're gonna get recalled into years the national of age team. As well. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's playing here in the A-League women competition. She plays for Canberra, and every time she plays against Adelaide, she scores. But that's awesome. And mm. in the absence of Sam Kerr, um, the Matildas are doing what they need to do to get through to qualifications for the Olympics. But I love stories like that. You see Mm. players that have, I mean, the door's never closed on their national representation um, if they keep doing what they're there to do.
2: And the other thing I love about it is a lot of, sometimes you see the trailblazers not quite hang around long enough to enjoy the spoils. Well, the Matildas have never been bigger and um, to play in front of 50,000 at Marvel Stadium, that's going to be, you know, hugely supported. She'll be playing in that, so she gets an opportunity to, to actually live that experience that maybe she didn't think she was going to.
0: If you're moving house, use a team that's easy and affordable budget car and truck rental 132727. I think we should give another nomination for the good stuff, and we're just just going to say South Australia's very own, even though he's not South Australia's very own, Matt Short. Uh, Bowls short, pulled uppishly over mid wicket. Can deep square leg get
1: around in Clarkson? No, he cannot because it's cleared the road, but not by far.
0: <laughs> and Matt Short's already <laughs> into his work from over the wicket. Short hits high over long off. That is just glorious. Classical stroke through the line, sailing high into the stand. Slow ball that's six back over his head, tennis like. From around, what, chest height outside of off-stump is thrashed it back over the bowler's head on the onside for consecutive sixes.
2: Yes, I know it was a, a small deck, but i just wrapped to see uh, Matt Short just finally start to the confidence that he was showed. Was it a 10-10 on the weekend? It was a 10-10, the yeah, yeah. It was interrupted three, uh, three times with the rain. But he, I think he ended up making 27, took a wicket as well, but he was man of the match. And I just feel like he got a bit of belief out of that. I heard him interviewed after the, uh, the game and he said as much. So great for him. I think he can be a, a staple in the Australian T20 World Cup side.
0: Travis Head opening the batting. So you would think that he and Warner would be the opening pair for the World Cup. Matt Short, though, is not only quick at making runs, He's quick at moving on with his personal life too, because in the space of about twelve months, mm-hmm. he's living with, engaged to, now expecting a child with Maddie Wilson.
2: Mm. So that's good. Excellent news. Tell you what, it's got uh, a fair genetic sort of footprint as well. I would have thought.
0: Well, then, so when they get married, if Maddie keeps um, Matt's surname, they will be both Maddie Short.
2: Oh, Maddie Mat- 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 and Maddie and Maddie. Well, there you go. See? Well, I had a friend. That's why you're the expert and I'm the other guy. <laughs> I had a friend who got engaged on the weekend to, or no, sorry, a couple of weeks back, mm. but to uh, a young lady and her name was me. And his name was Ben. And it's like, oh, Ben got engaged to me. Oh, no, 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 not you, he engaged to you. No, no. It was, and it was a very awkward conversation yeah. for people that didn't know that yeah. his girlfriend's was, name was me. Yeah.
0: Mm. Guess you had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had 45.
2: said that.